But I will say that, you know, a lot of these classes that people are taking, the F45, the Orange Theory, those classes for majority of the people aren't doing much good and it's just overloading their body and causing more issues. It's just not going to be great for your overall health. Welcome to the Holistically Healthy Podcast, where I, Sedona Treganing, nutritional therapy practitioner and NASM certified trainer, bust health myths and teach you how to become the healthiest, most confident version of you. Hello, and welcome back to the Holistically Healthy Podcast. So today I'm talking with a friend of mine who we actually kind of met online, and then I met her in person during my 30-day road trip out west. But she's so cool and she's also like a health coach well as, you know, myself. And she focuses a lot on like the foundational basics that a lot of us miss out on that I talk about all the time, like sleep and stress and digestive health and everything and how that impacts your body as a whole. So yeah, without further ado, welcome, Jen. Hello. Hello. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah. Now, tell me a little bit more about what you do, what got you into the health coaching space and like the type of things you help people with. This was a few years ago. I'd say like three to four years ago, I had some really big gut issues going on with my own body and I was the leanest I had ever been and I felt really terrible inside. But everybody would come to me and say, you look great. Like, what are you doing? But internally, things just weren't going well. And so I felt like there's a huge imbalance in my body and I wanted to fix it. And I did my research, found a coach, hired my coach, and then hired a mentor to learn about all this stuff. So it's really cool being in a position where you've gone through it, which I'm sure you can relate, right? Because you can then relate with all of your clients on things that they are going through. And once you like get past the point where you finally have gotten to a place where you've healed and feel so much better, you can then motivate your clients to keep going and keep pushing because, you know, you've been there, right? Yeah. Okay. So when you were saying that you were going through a hard time, like had a lot of gut issues, what symptoms did you experience that were like, okay, something is definitely off? Yeah. So I had more SIBO related symptoms. So had a lot of like gas, diarrhea, acne was a big one for me had acid reflux, bloating, a lot of discomfort whenever I ate anything. And that was like the frustrating part is because garlic and onion is literally in so many foods, it felt like I was constantly having issues. And I was just trying to figure out what is causing these issues. And I did not think about, you know, the high FODMAP foods. And those are like the big trigger foods for me, I guess. And yes, I was just very uncomfortable all the time, had not great sleep, wasn't recovering. I was very sore all the time. I was definitely overtraining, doing very high intensity type training style workouts, which wasn't helping, right? So my whole view before going into this was how lean could I get rather than saying how strong can I be? How healthy can I be? And that mind shift was huge for me, was saying, I want to be strong and healthy. I don't necessarily care about like the leanest I could be. I just want to be healthy and feel good that helped a lot. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people that's where they struggle when they get into fitness when they're type A type of people or they just naturally higher strung type of people is they want to have control over their exercise and their body and everything. And so that's where a lot of the times you start under eating. It's a huge stress around your body and then you develop digestive issues. 
And one thing I wanted to touch on specifically is the acne side of things, so the skin issues. Because I, when I had my digestive issues, I had, had actually at the time I thought it was hives, but it, I realized it's, it was some type of like dermatitis. But of course, my doctors didn't tell me what it was. So I right. didn't know up until now doing my own research. But that's the only skin issue that I've had. But you said that you dealt with acne, correct? Yes, yes. And that was really frustrating one for me because that is one that I feel like doesn't just go away overnight, especially if you're prone to having acne. And growing up and like throughout high school, I had acne. And, you know, it might not have been like the worst case that you can think of. But like to me, it was bad and I, I hated it. I honestly hated it. And throughout high school, I had acne. And then later on, like around senior year, I went to the doctor. They put me on birth control. That's just what people do nowadays and or back then anyways. And I was on it for like seven years. And I will say like my acne went away. My my cycles were very mellow. And I was like, this is great, right? Until you learn about what birth control actually does. And then you're like, oh, maybe I should get off of this. So once I got off of it, everything came back and like came back even worse than before. And it's super defeating, I feel like, when you come off of birth control and you're like, dang, like my I'm I'm worse than before. It is very defeating, but at the same time, I was I know I'm taking the right steps to further my health and get myself into a better place. It's just gonna require, you know, some time and effort and it can be defeating. You'll have ups and downs, especially for me, like I did, but now I'm in a place where like my skin's the best it's ever been and it's it's so rewarding. Yeah, I know. I can tell. <laughs> I can see the difference in your skin, which is awesome. Now, I know some people are going to be like, wait, what does birth control do to my gut? And why would this manifest in skin issues? And after that, I also feel like people would be curious to know, like, okay, what went wrong when you were on birth control? And how did you actually heal yourself from that? Right. So when I was on birth control, I was on an oral birth control pill. And essentially, like, you're not having real periods when you're on a birth control pill. You are not ovulating. You're not having a real period. You're manipulating your hormones so that way you aren't doing those things. And during this process, you also lose a ton of nutrients and minerals in your body. It depletes your body so much of those things. And, you know, just depleting your body of minerals over time, once you get off of those things, like you're going to have imbalances. And not only does it deplete you of minerals and nutrients, like stomach acid is a whole nother thing that it can deplete and cause a ton of ton of issues. So once I got off of it, like again, when I was on birth control, I started having digestive issues. I started having acid reflux and bloating and felt very uncomfortable after I ate. And in order to truly heal, though, you do have to be off birth control. I truly believe that because if you're ta- constantly trying to, you know, give your body all the nutrients that it needs, but then that is a factor that's constantly depleting your body of all these nutrients, you're just counterbalancing each other. You're not doing anything. You're not going anywhere. And that was a huge realization for me when I realized I'm not actually ovulating like this can't be good for my health. And I wanted to change that. Eventually, I'd like a family. And, you know, I think it's it's very smart to start understanding your body and understanding what a period is and why you have them. And, you know, it's it's empowering, like learning about those things and taking control of that aspect of your life is very, very cool. That's why I got the aura ring, which I think you have the aura ring too, right? Yeah. Yep. 
like the best thing ever. I learned so much through that process. And anyways, yeah. Okay. And I also find too that especially the estrogen, synthetic estrogen and birth control pills will, you know, degrade your gut lining. And then I think a lot of people don't understand that your gut when, so your gut gets rid of so many toxins. And when you are one, not pooping daily, but also when you have like intestinal permeability or quote unquote leaky gut from birth control, that's also where toxins are going to be leaking in your bloodstream. You're not going to be detoxing well. And that's where a lot of toxins can actually show up in your skin, like through acne. Yeah. How did you go about actually healing your acne? It definitely is a process, right? I definitely had some bacterial imbalances, like I mentioned before, the SIBO side of things. I did end up going through a whole gut protocol, you know, having antimicrobials and fixing and balancing. And I did have some intestinal permeability there. So we had to fix some of that leaky gut up. But then after I did that protocol, I still had pretty rough periods and I had really bad cramping and I still had acne. And I was, I went through all this like gut work, like I'm not having digestive issues. I feel great in that aspect, but I'm still having issues with my skin. And I just found that very defeating again, because a lot of people say, you know, your gut is where your acne is. And if you have acne, it's probably linked to your gut. And that is very true. My my acne wasn't as bad, but it was still happening. And I was just, why is this happening? And that's when I really turned to the foundational and really working on them. Now, I wish I would have done this in reverse where I really had all of the foundational stuff first nailed down before I went through a gut protocol. But I kind of did it the opposite where I definitely had foundational work in place, but it wasn't where it's at today, if that makes sense. So really working on the stress aspect of my life helped so much with my skin and being truly content in a place where you're digesting your food so much better just because your stress levels are so much lower. And I thought I was digesting food really well after my gut protocol, but like I'm digesting my food much better now than before just because of the stress aspect and being able to, you know, I know you've talked about like burping after your meals and whatnot. Like I would still do that. But once you really focus on the stress aspect and lowering that total stress from your life has made the biggest difference in my skin and my period health. Like I no longer have like severe cramping and don't have like huge flare-ups like sure I'll get a zit here and there and that could be due to maybe some blood sugar stuff if I have a treat or whatnot that stuff is always going to happen every once in a while I think but huge flare-ups are no longer happening and the biggest biggest difference is really creating a routine for myself creating a good bedtime routine when you wake up a good morning routine focusing on meditation stress relieving activities, um, doing things that I enjoy throughout the day. All of those things have made me feel so much more at balance in my life. And I really think that's the key. Like I'm not taking nearly as many supplements as I was, and I'm in such a better spot now than I was. The foundations matter a ton. Yeah. Okay. That's what I always say in my podcast and in what I wrote on or just what I post on my Instagram. And I guess like the foundations for me are... Well, I guess, okay, we'll say the foundations for someone trying to deal with acne would probably be like, like you said, digestion. Um, right. And then would also say definitely stress because cortisol increases like your oil production. 
And then I'd probably say, you know, hydration again, helping with the detox pathway. So I would say probably about, well, it depends with the, it's how active you are and how much processed food and sodium you're eating. But I would say half your body weight in ounces to a little bit more than half your body weight in ounces. Yeah. And then, okay, sleep is a stressor, which would kind of go back to what I said about stress. But okay, let's talk about actually blood sugar though, because you had mentioned that when you notice like you have a little bit of like a sweet treat, sometimes you get a flare up. Right. So blood sugar like was something that I also struggled with when I would test my fasting glucose levels in the morning. I was in like the high 90s, which to some people isn't that high. But for me, I was really working on getting those levels down. And I do think that that is a very important aspect to your acne and having flare ups. We know that refined sugar is not great for our health, but those spikes can definitely cause a flare up in some skin types and some some individuals, especially if you are prone to acne like I was or am. So I feel like with balancing blood sugar levels, that has created, again, a lot less stress on my body in general. You're not going through these huge spikes and dips throughout the day. Being able to create balanced, healthy meals, even starting with a protein and fat for breakfast and ending my day with a protein and fat dinner has helped. And then also making sure that I'm basing my carbs around my activity levels. So that way I'm like shuttling the glucose into the proper places and really utilizing those. When I started focusing that aspect, I did notice a huge, I guess, improvement on my overall skin health. Again, it does have all of the layers of, you know, the baseline of functional health. You have to have all of those things, but working on these individual pieces, all of them together has helped. So yeah, I do think that the blood sugar regulation thing though was key. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that also goes like hand in hand with stress because when you're stressed, your blood sugar is gonna be higher. And so again, that's just like kind of reinforces the fact that everything ties together. If you want to heal literally no matter what health issue it is, gut, like digestive issues or, you know, acne or hair loss, whatever it is, you have to work on everything at once. You do. Um, Okay. I also wanted to ask because I'm sure some people are wondering, okay, it can't just be the health foundations that transform your skin. Now, were there any products that you switched to? Like I know actually one of my clients, she struggled with eczema. And she went from like a basic traditional type of skincare routine to actually just beef tallow and it heals her skin so well. So did you do anything like that? I went through the whole medical grade system and then they're all so drying. And I was never like a huge skincare product person. If you like know my story, I love traveling in a van and I'm very low key. So I've never had like a crazy skincare routine because it's also expensive too. Like, honestly, it's outrageous. But I did go through a time where I had some medical grade products and I honestly did not see that much from them. And I was, why am I spending all this money? That was before when I first got off of birth control, what I did there. And then I switched over to, you know, eliminating toxins throughout my life, then the foods I eat, but also in the products I use. And one of those was through skincare. So I don't have anything like crazy that I use right now. I have kind of a, it's a sea salt spray mist that I use on my face, but also for my moisturizer, it does have tallow in it. So that was a huge one for me is actually getting rid of the super dry, drying out your skin. And I live in Utah, which is a very dry state as it is, and actually moisturizing and giving my skin proper nutrients 
from the outside was also very, very important. Yeah, I think tallow was great. Honestly, it, it really did transform my skin as well. I do love that. I know. I feel like people are so grossed out by the fact that it's like beef fat, but it has so many great vitamins and minerals in it naturally. I think we forget that food is medicine. I think actually I was listening to a podcast the other day and it was this guy talking about how we have 70 something pounds of food in our lifetime. And we don't even stop to think how every single thing has a consequence on our bodies. And that's, you know, we worry so much about taking a special supplement or doing a special training program, but it really comes down to your food. That's the first step in using products that are natural because it has so many amazing qualities to it naturally, which is pretty cool. Okay. I also want to know, did you get any specific blood work to help with your acne? Like, is that something people should do or should they first start out with the foundations of health that we had just talked about and then go into getting testing. Right. Yeah, this is a really good question, honestly, because I think so many people go, the first thing that they do is just get testing, right? They immediately get testing, which I don't think testing is bad. I think that there's a time and a place for testing. And I did get tests myself. But with my own clients, I always want to start them out on the foundations because there's so much that the foundations can do. You might not need as much as you think you need right off the bat. If you can fix some of these digestive issues with easy fixes, again, there are some more complex issues going on with some individuals. And that is where the the furthering the testing and and whatnot goes to. I did happen to get like a comprehensive lab panel. And I do think those are very, very useful. But I do think that if you're getting a lab panel based off of a lifestyle that isn't great, you're not going to have great labs. And that's just kind of like the matter of fact. So if you get a lab panel done and your foundations are very, very solid and there's still some issues going on, then yes, that is something that I think you need to work on and maybe address and add in some specific supplements when necessary. You can get a GI map. You can get your labs done. But I think that those are only needed and necessary after you've kind of worked on the foundations first, because that's really the key to long-term health and longevity. Those down is important. Yeah, I agree. Because like you said, like if you're super stressed all the time, your blood work's going to come back, but your cortisol is high. Right. <laughs> so we're going to have to de-stress anyways. Or like if you come back and it says that your kidneys are off because you're dehydrated, well, you should have just drank more water and then got the blood work. Right. And so I totally agree. And I, I think you should see what you could do with some really basic, quote unquote, biohacking, some basic nutrition changes. Listen to the episodes of the podcast that I have and like implement those things before you get blood work. Right. But I think something we can talk about is let's say people have you know really implemented the good foundation. What type of testing would you recommend to see like, OK, what else may be causing my acne? Um, There is like a hair mineral balance you could do. I've seen testing through that. You could do a comprehensive lab panel, see like what kind of nutrient deficiencies you have. There's a lot through bloods that you can tell just on mineral imbalances and uh, obviously stress hormones. You can see where your hormone levels are at. And again, sometimes hormones are off and those are going to be something that you're going to have to look at. They can cause acne, especially if you're like estrogen dominant and have very low progesterone or Whatever the case is, if you have, you know, you can see if you have high testosterone, more PCOS type symptoms, and that's a whole other realm. So testing can be very, very beneficial. I'd say that that is the number one 
a test that I have clients get is a comprehensive lab panel, which I personally love the one from Life Extension. It's just so cheap and anyone can get it, which is so nice and it's very, very convenient. And that is the number one thing that I get. And then the other one is like a GI map, either from Thorne or from the other company that I can't think of right now. Diagnostic Uh, Solution? Yes, that one, which both of those are great. And they can tell so much about your gut microbiome and where it's at. And again, like you're just going to get more information if you have a solid foundation with those tests, even with like the gut test and the hair mineral imbalance test. But I will say that like my number one test is a comprehensive lab panel. Yeah, I I usually do the Life Extension Comprehensive Weight Loss Panel one. That's the most cost effective because then you can see like, okay, is your complete blood count off indicating gut issues or an infection or, you know, what is your cortisol like? Even though, so for those of you that don't know, with blood, you can only test your fasting cortisol. You can't really test like your cortisol points at different points of the day. So you could have high cortisol, even if your blood work says it's fine, but it does at least give you a slight picture of cortisol. You can see your A1C, so your blood sugar, the three-month average. You can see your liver enzymes, again, to see if there's a gut infection or if you're having a hard time detoxing things. And yeah, you could see like dehydration markers. And you can also see actually, like you said, progesterone, estrogen, and testosterone. That's a good one. If your NCV is low or high, you can give you an insight on like where your B vitamins are at. It doesn't specifically say where your B vitamins are. It doesn't have like an, a layout like that, but that can give you an idea of where levels are at. So there's little things like that throughout the test that you can kind of pick through and, and learn about. So yeah, that is the number one test that if you're going to get anything that I think is the first one people should go towards. And yeah, so you really want to go to somebody that can actually read them properly because a lot of times you'll get the the test back and it'll look like everything is normal. Everything's fine. Nothing's marked. But we really know that's not the case in a lot of people. And there are optimal ranges versus what doctors consider fine. Yeah, so. especially if you're on a budget and you don't know, like if you can't afford blood work and a GI map, but you have digestive issues, could be really cool to just have someone like look at your blood work that knows where to see where the patterns would be for having digestive issues. Okay, so let's close this out with your top three best tips that you can give for eliminating acne and what people can actually do today to fix it. I think this is a really good topic. I think obviously stress. We've talked about that a lot. Daily meditation, super, super important and dealing with those things that you might not want to deal with. And then we want to make sure that we are balancing our foods. So making sure we're having, you know, either very balanced meals, blood sugar regulation, that stuff is super, super important. Fats, proteins, carbs, right? You don't want to just eat carbs out by itself. You don't want to eat just fats by itself. You always want protein to be the baseline, right? That is very like basic one-on-one blood sugar regulation. And then the third thing I would say is not overdoing it in the gym. And that one is kind of tricky because it is individualized a little bit. And that one does determine like how much can one person handle is going to be different from another person. But I will say that, you know, a lot of these classes that people are taking, the F45, the Orange Theory, those classes for majority of the people aren't doing much good. And it's just overloading their body and causing more issues. And 
I, I feel like that's okay for me to say because I used to be an F45 coach back in the day. And, you know, like I understand that every once in a while those classes are fine. But if you're doing them constantly and making that your number one form of working out and training, it's just not going to be great for your overall health. And yeah, I think there's better options out there. Like weight training. Weight training. And yeah. that's a big, yes, weight training is like the number one thing I always have. That is like the foundation of exercise is like weight training, right? And then you can build on top of weight training is if you want to be more of an athlete, you can, you know, add in some more athletic moves into your program. It, there's so many more aspects to just, you know, the whole working out realm. But I will say that weight training, if you go to a program, like that's always going to be the foundation, unless you're like training for a marathon or something, you know, but that I would say is the most common thing that you're going to go to a coach and weight training is going to be a very, very important part in your journey. Yeah. And depending on how much, you know, you can handle, like you don't want to overload your stress bucket. Right. And training is one of those things that you can really control how much stress you put on your body with. And that was something that I had to remove and really pull back on when I went through this whole process was I was a workout junkie. I used to do more CrossFit-y style workouts, and that is just so hard on your body. And having to kind of change my mind to, okay, this is really stressful for my body. I got to like pull back and go back to the basics and make sure I'm resting in between my sets. It was hard for me when I first, you know, shifted my workouts like that. But now I can, you know, handle so much more. And so I can include stuff that I still really, really enjoy. If I want to add in a little circuit like that, my body can handle that now. It couldn't before. And I'm not basing my workout around those circuits. I'm basing my workout around the foundational movements, strength movements that I want to focus on. And then adding that into my routine as I want. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's really about finding balance. Like if you notice that you have, like you were talking about acne or you're developing gut issues or all those types of things, then you probably want to pull back on training. And like you said, like lower your, the amount of stress load that you have. Or when we talk about your stress bucket, you know, that's all the stressors that go into your life, go into that one bucket. And so training is one of them. So that's something, like you said, you can easily manipulate and lessen the load of training to lessen the load of stress on your body. Right. Okay, cool. Well, so I think we have some good takeaways here. I guess for people that want to follow along with you, learn from you, and also see your cool van trips and your cute puppies, where can they follow you on Instagram? My handle is general, but with a J. So J-E-N-E-R-A-L dot fitness. And you will find me. Yeah, thank you for having me. This was really, really fun. And hopefully people got some some good information nuggets out of it and <laughs> way from this yeah yeah and guys definitely follow her if you're into like traveling her and her husband and her dogs like that's like my dream life so <laughs> never like wondered what my life would be if i had no fear that would be it but anyways okay so well thank you so much for listening guys and i will catch you on the next one Thanks again for listening to the Holistically Healthy Podcast. If you enjoyed, make sure to leave a review as I will be picking one of you to win a free consultation with me every quarter. If you want more information or immediate help, head to www.wholenothingback.net and apply for coaching.